0: And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk ninety five three, Michiana's news channel. Don't forget, head over, head, blah blah, head over to rumble.com slash casey the host. Uh, the title of today's live stream, my preferred pronoun is king. Let's face it. Men, you're all kings. Ladies, you're all queens. Andor princesses, whichever you prefer. Like I said, princess, better deal, if you ask me. All right. Now I have to do this one. I have to play more audio, Josh. I'm going to play this for you. This has gone viral over the past week and really over the last two days, okay? I'm going to play this for you, react to it however you want to react to it. If you're on Rumble, hit the live chat. If you're on Discord, comment on the Discord server, whatever you want to do, okay? I'm going to play this. It's a little over a minute. This is a teacher, a preschool teacher who posted on her TikTok, okay? I'm just going to let it run, let you analyze it for the very first time if you've not heard this before.
1: Story time. This has been my first year in preschool with a class of my own, teaching alongside another queer neurodivergent educator, and we have been rocking our two's class. We've been talking about gender and skin color and consent and empathy and our bodies and autonomy. It's been fabulous. But our teaching team is shifting, and a new person is being onboarded, someone with many years of experience. So today at the lunch table, when the topic of gender and genitals came up, one of our students plainly looked up and said, Well, I'm a girl today, but I know that Teacher Coe isn't. No, they're Enby. And the look on the incoming teacher's face was perfect priceless she was shocked in a good way and she just looked around at the two of us and said this class is incredible and i am so impressed
0: okay in case you didn't catch it this is a teacher of two-year-olds in her twos class two-year-olds now those of you who have had children and josh is not so his opinion is largely irrelevant here For those of you who have had two-year-olds or have two-year-olds, yeah, do you really think a conversation about genitals would be coming up at lunch? Why are you having conversations with two-year-olds about all of this stuff in preschool? I'm I'm not done yet because we know who this person is. So because we know who this person is, uh, we have her social media. This preschool teacher of two-year-old children posted on her Twitter. Now, this is a couple of years ago. Legal peeps, what kind of waiver release would I need to create safe space to talk to youth about kink away from their parents? Okay. Why are you talking about kink? away from parents. For those of you who want the definition of kink, I know that most of you probably have an idea of what it is. Uh, Kink is defined as an unconventional sexual taste or behavior. Why would a teacher want to get legal advice on how to do this away from parents? Now, I I wish I could say that that were all of it, um, but it's not more people uncovered various things that she posted uh, I don't need to go into the entire history of it uh, let's just say she's she's viewed by a lot of people as potentially and possibly although this is not confirmed being somebody who is grooming people um and we don't have any actual allegations that she would be doing that but if you go to her if you go to her uh instagram account Uh, Let's see. Uh, Working at a preschool has provided me with a ton of uh, formal early childhood education, which is in direct benefit to the families I work with in opening up appropriate intergenerational dialogue around relational identities, such as polygamy, sexuality, gender identity, sex positivity and kink. Now, this is all about early childhood development. And she even has a Patreon, so you can give her money on Patreon. If you want, um, look. This is this is part of the reason why sometimes uh, other people get a little out of control uh, with the in their reaction to the LGBTQ community because the LGBTQ community has a major problem, and the major problem is they will not publicly in their official forums go after people like this, just like Muslims in the United States have a problem that they do not publicly admonish terrorists this leads to other people to naturally assume well you're not criticizing them you must be one of them that's not always the case it's not always fair I'm just saying that's a natural human reaction this is an individual who's teaching two-year-olds and is teaching them that they can be a boy or a girl anytime that they want okay my my daughter has a best friend And my daughter, um, a couple of years ago, uh, she's nine now, a couple of years ago, she came to us and said, when I get older, I am going to marry my best friend. Now, she is not gay. Uh, She is clearly attracted to boys. She is not attracted to girls. But she doesn't understand the concept of marriage. Can somebody who's five, six, seven years old, who doesn't understand the concept of marriage, possibly comprehend gender identity at two? The other day. Got my hair did. Happened to go to a barber shop with two ladies. Okay? Got my hair did. Eldest daughter asked me, why do you come here? Well, these ladies are really nice, and they do a good job. And I just like coming here. So, so my 9-year-old, my I feel like I have to throw this out there so you understand. She's high ability. She's considered high ability by her school. Okay? I'm not trying to brag. I, just in case somebody out there is like, wow, Casey's kid's messed up. She's high ability. So she looks at me and she goes, "Oh, so you have a girlfriend now." <laughs> uh, and she meant it in the traditional boyfriend girlfriend way. She didn't she didn't mean it as a girl who's a friend. No, she she There was some more into that conversation that I wish I had recorded, uh, but I was caught so off guard by it. Now, she's a high-ability nine-year-old. Do you think she understands the concept of any of this? Of course not. Which means her mind is pliable to the ideas that somebody might be wanting to put in her head. Just like two-year-olds are much more pliable to this. This is why parents are upset. Now, this woman has been fired by the school. Turns out, um, when when you publish this stuff... And brag about it. People are going to have some questions. Why are you teaching my, my two-year-old that they can swap genders whenever they want? Why are you doing that? Now, do you remember, me doing, you remember me doing a piece a while back that there was an effort within the trans community to artificially inflate their numbers? You remember me doing a whole bit about that? You think that's not happening with other aspects of our lives as well? It is. Trans people are real. They exist, but there aren't that many of them. And to make themselves more politically influential, there comes a strategy to increase those numbers. Why do you think they want to give drugs to little children who don't even understand the concept of boyfriend, girlfriend, marriage, and and everything else in order to swap their gender out? Why do you think they want to do that? There's nothing against trans people. Because every trans person I know is against this. But the advocates who are public aren't. They're pushing it. And most of the time, this stuff is pushed by people who are not even trans at all. They're pushed by, well, bored soccer moms who run book clubs where they drink lots of wine at noon in the afternoon. Almost exclusively bored white women. Almost exclusively. And as I've said, I believe the title of that was Your Kids Are Not an Accessory. Go back and look up. I'll I'll look for it during the commercial break, but I'm pretty sure the title of that segment was Your Kids Are Not an Accessory. There are people out there who are trying to get attention by manipulating their children's behavior so they can get society to look at them and give them attaboys and congratulations. It is abuse and it is not okay. And going into a two-year-old preschool class and teaching them that they can swap their gender out if they want to and actively teaching them that is not appropriate and not okay. Putting your kids who are two or four or five or eight or 10 or 11 or 12 in front of what is essentially a burlesque show with cross-dressers is not appropriate either. That's all stuff for adults. And there's nothing wrong with adults wanting to do it. Oh, you think you think that it ends here, though? Do you? Do you really think that this is kind of as bad as it can get? Do you think that this is as bad as it gets right now in the classroom? Oh, wait till you hear the story I have for you next. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Best part about Trader Joe's is the nut bar. Missed the nut bar. Used to get the nut bar over at Trader Joe's. You go, you get, you go to the nut bar, get some nuts, and then you get your two buck chuck. Won't cost you all that much. You'll have a great night and a headache in the morning. Good times, ladies and gentlemen. There's a three buck chuck now. Inflation with Biden is probably five buck chuck. <laughs> all right, you think it just? You think it ends with? People teaching your two-year-old about getting consent. And, and and for the record, there's different levels of that. Like I've been teaching my kids since they could understand me that you don't touch people without their permission. When they tell you to stop, you stop, you know, that sort of thing. So there's there's different levels. But I am going to assume that this preschool teacher is teaching two-year-olds about consent because she brought up how, oh, we're all sitting around at lunch and the subject of genitals came up. I'm just going to assume that she's not talking about the broader sense of consent, but that they actually go into that. She's been fired. She's locked her social media because of, and I quote, <clears throat> due to virtual bullying, bigotry, and violence without proper punctuation, by the way, she's a teacher. I am taking a communications break. I will respond after 9 7, 21, or when virtual violence lessens. Yeah, okay. You're um you're probably a child abuser. Can I say that without without getting hit with a slander suit? Yes. I said probably. Sure looks like grooming. You know what they say about ducks, right? If it looks like a duck and sounds like a duck, sure seems like grooming to me. But you might think that that might be the worst of it, right? No that is not the worst of it let, let me introduce you this happened I think right before my vacation and you know then vacation happens and I didn't get into it yeah this is the end of July <clears throat> so this happened on the 30th and then I went on vacation uh, that first week of August and I just you know I just assumed that everybody probably beat this one to death um writer Flora Gill who is a journalist I'm quoting now I want you to understand that Someone needs to create porn for children. Hear me out. Young teens are already watching porn, but they're finding, we'll say, um, certain varieties of an aggressive nature that give a terrible view of sex. Well, to some, not to others. You're into into what you're into. They need entry-level porn a soft core site where everyone asks for consent and no one gets choked. All right I have questions because uh, this Coey lady who was teaching two-year-olds was talked was teaching them about kink um, and and this this lady here this this uh, journalist who wants to have uh, pornography for children doesn't want anybody to get choked well which one is it which one? Your side has to decide, are we choking um, or are we not choking? Which, which one do you you want to go with? And by the way, I should have given a parental warning before I started talking about this, and I apologize. I didn't think of it. So if you've got little ones around, I, they're, they're not going to want to listen until 4.30. Okay? I apologize. I'm sorry. And I genuinely, sincerely mean that. ah. <sighs> Gil, whose Twitter byline boasts of writing for GQ, ST Style magazine, Grazia, Evening Standard, Sunday Times magazine, and the Radio Times, deleted her tweet Thursday following backlash. Hmm. Oh, I wonder wonder why you would delete something advocating for pornography for children. But it'll be different, folks. It'll be entry-level. Absolutely not getting swept up into another Twitter cesspool, so delete a tweet before it picks up steam. Obviously not an actual solution, but it is a real problem. Um, So she writes that we need entry-level porn for children because the stuff they're watching right now is, in her opinion, not great stuff. And as a result, we need to provide them a safe alternative of porn. And I assume that you'll make this freely available to the kids, uh, so that way the kids are able to go ahead and watch it and not have to worry about age verification and, and that sort of thing. Right? Um, correct me if I'm wrong. It is illegal to show pornography to people under the age of 18, is it not? Hmm. I wonder how I wonder how entry-level porn for children works when it would be illegal to do that. Um, But then she, after she faces backlash for this and deletes the tweet, she then says, obviously it's not a real solution. Well, you presented it as a real solution, complete with the whole, oh, hear me out, and then justifying her incendiary post. And then, of course, it's everybody else's fault for cyberbullying her. Just like it's the the teacher of two-year-olds teaching them about kink and all sorts of other things, it's, it's your fault that you're angry at her on Twitter. And therefore, she is taking a break. You know, maybe as a preschool teacher, you could focus on teaching the children how to stem the tide and withstand bullying and cyberbullying instead of being a victim yourself and shutting down your Twitter account because of virtual bullying. Maybe that would have been a better, a better way for you to spend your time as a preschool teacher, you know, or teach the kids how to write. I mean, that's it's always a possible solution as well. I mean, I here's the thing. Many of you parents are already aware aware of this. There is already things that would be deemed pornography if they were at a grocery store that are being taught in classrooms now. And I'm not talking about um, you know, like like Playboy magazine or anything like that. I'm talking about things that are in books that are being assigned to your kids to read. We've gone over some of those in the past on this show with very graphic detail about very specific acts between two consenting adults. That is, in a lot of material, that is now assigned to your kids in junior high school and high school. You're not allowed to read To Kill a Mockingbird. You're not allowed to read Rain Man. You're not allowed to read Shakespeare. But you can read about a woman having fantasies about male anatomy in graphic detail. That's okay. But if that were a part of an advertising campaign, it would be against the law in this country. Does that make any sense to anybody? Did you see the Loudoun County, Virginia parents get up in front of the school board several months ago and read graphic excerpts from some of the books that were assigned to their children in the school district? And they all pointed out, this is X-rated material. If this were in a movie, the child would not be allowed to watch the movie in a movie theater. Child Protective Services might be called out if you're showing your child those materials in in the house if you had all of their friends over and you got one of those projector systems and you're all sitting out on inflatable furniture on your front lawn and you're projecting movies that graphically depicted were in those stories that are being assigned to your kids in school onto the side of your garage door well the front of your garage door and neighbors saw it the police would be called and you would be in big trouble as a parent but you can assign it as required reading in a course In public education, in junior high school and high school. And I think that by now, for those of you who have listened to me for more than five minutes, I think you understand that I'm not the prudish, let's ban all adult material guy. That's not me. But there isn't any place for that with children. Entry-level porn. You thought they were just teaching your two-year-olds about kink. More coming up, 95.3 MNC. Well, speaking of kids, the Australian government is going to seize 24,000 children and vaccinate them without their parents being present. They're going to do that in a stadium. So that's awesome. Did you see the video of the police pepper spraying the uh, the kids? The 12-year-old. Now, here's the thing. I, I have mixed feelings about this. In the video that went viral here the past twenty four hours, it was in Australia, and there was a, a I think a twelve year old girl went into a grocery store without a mask, and as a result, the police were called. They handcuffed her. She was sitting on the ground. Um, you know, her siblings and things like that that were around were not not very happy about it. They went to take her to jail. Twelve years old. They Went to take her to jail, and as a result, uh, the the group that was there got a little upset, started pushing and shoving the police, and eventually the police pepper-sprayed everybody, including the 12-year-old kid. So that's making the rounds. It's, uh... <laughs> oh, man, what a world, huh? You know, in Victoria in particular, you know, they keep shutting everything down. New Zealand keeps shutting every everything down. And they get to a point where there's no COVID cases, and they reopen, and guess what's waiting for them every time? COVID. Every time. It's waiting for them. It's almost like viruses do that. All right, so let's talk about how you're going to be enslaved in the future. Shall we? Oh, did you see, speaking of being enslaved in the future, did you see that uh, Google's uh, robot? Is it Google's general dynamics robot? What, does it parkour now? Did you see that? It does parkour now. So, I mean, in case you were curious as to how... How you are going to be fighting off robots in the future. Uh, there you go. That robot does parkour. And can I just say this? There are some people out there who don't think that the the risk of a robot, for lack of better terminology, uprising is possible. They think it's science fiction. It's, it's not true and everything else. Um, do you know why we're building autonomous drones and robots to kill enemies in the theater? Do you know why we're doing that? And by autonomous, I mean, basically, you say, hey, go here and kill everything that's there. And they will go do it. Do you know why we're doing that? Because the, the radio waves that are used to maintain control of those drones and those robots from a distance. So if you're flying a drone or something like that in, um, you know, you're in Las Vegas, Nevada, you're flying a Predator drone somewhere. That signal can easily be severed with the right technology. Now, that technology is really not possessed by terrorists, but it is possessed by China and Russia and you know state actors. And so the, the remoteness of a drone being controlled by a human being back in the United States and flying a drone in a conventional war with a major global power actually doesn't make a lot of sense. What can happen is they can sever that tie. You can't control the drone anymore they can actually take control of that drone and steal it or use it for whatever they want to do. So what they're doing is they're making them autonomous so that way they can go out there and they will pick and choose targets. And eventually, there will be mishaps as a result of that. They're doing it because controlling them remotely at this point in time is not feasible. Not long-term, not in a major global conflict. There are some suggestions that advancing technology, 5G being one or not 6G being one of them, 5G and everything else possibly being um, affixed to that. We don't know yet, but it is a very real possibility that these robots will, on their own, decide you're a target and take you out. Does that mean there will be a central brain that says robots are going to enslave all humanity now? Maybe, maybe not. But you know. The point is, is that autonomous robots killing people and making mistakes because they're not capable of making a distinction. Most of the time, those are things that can and will likely happen in the future. Just so you're aware now that I've given you nightmares. So let's talk about the World Economic Forum, the World Economic Forum. uh, They came up with the idea of this this great reset. Uh, New York Times just wrote an article here recently saying the Great Reset conspiracy is back. It's not a conspiracy. The Global Economic Forum or the World Economic Forum has said it's real. It's like <laughs> this isn't a conspiracy anymore. So the reason that that I want to bring this up, uh, so you go to go to Davos, right, and, it, and they've they've discovered they have a problem, and the problem is that we have an issue. Where is it? There it is. Uh, We have an issue with people wearing masks. So the World Economic Forum, Davos, they have decided that masks might be a problem. And the reason that masks might be a problem are because masks cover your face. And if masks cover your face, the surveillance state is at a disadvantage. So, the surveillance state is having an issue as a result of you wearing a mask, yet they are requiring you to wear a mask. So they've got to come up with another way around the system. So if you're not familiar, I mean various tracking systems, whether it's you know your your um, your cell phone, social media, the cameras that are on the electronic devices that you're carrying around, you know they they do track your face, too. And they sense emotions, and those emotions and and things like that, based on the algorithms, will dictate advertising and your mood when you go to various places and things of that nature. This is not science fiction or conspiracy theory. This is real. This is what they do. So what ends up happening is... I want to put this in. Sorry. I saved an article, but the Davos people don't know how to um, save an article appropriately. So not shocked by that at all, for the record. So... Your face mask prevents them from being able to dictate your your mood, your your attitude. If you're going into a grocery store and you're really happy, you know, when you see something, it you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't help them. And and a lot of these systems are not on your cell phones, they're just, you know, in in the surveillance state. Well, what they want to do is they want to be able to get around that issue. They want you to wear a mask, but they don't like that the mask is preventing them from accurately data mining you. So they are coming up, well. This has already been developed, but they are recommending something to get around that. If you go to weforum.org, this is the Davos website. Uh, They published an article. It was called, What are the Long-Term Effects of the COVID-19 Pandemic? These five trends give us a glimpse. Okay, And in there, they go through various trends. I want you to scroll down, and I want you to look at number four, security in a heartbeat. That's the one that we're going to talk about next. Because security in a heartbeat is minority report. And it is justified because your mask is making it more difficult for the surveillance state around you to data mine you and to track you and all of the various things that it does. And this new technology, which will identify you not by your fingerprints, not by your facial expressions and things like that, but it will actually... Monitor your your cardio ID with lasers. We'll talk about that. Ninety five three MNC. <laughs> Let me tell you about Warren Chiropractic. I've been telling you about the great progress my wife has had recently. Let me uh, focus on myself for just a little bit. I'm a lot more flexible. Being flexible is a lot more important than you think it is. (laughs) As you get older, I think you realize that. Young people don't always uh, understand how great it is to be flexible, but being able to do all sorts of things without without hurting or falling over—that's a nice thing to have. My back is much more flexible since I started going to Warren Chiropractic, and as a result, I've had less injuries. Uh, as as, uh, as it would pertain to that particular problem. My neck pain, much better. Um, I just feel better overall. And Warren Chiropractic has been a godsend for us. My wife's headache's gone. Her neck is almost uh, perfectly realigned again after being way off when she first started going there. She's, she's posted those x-rays uh, on the before and afters on social media. And I'm telling you, if you live with pain, do yourself a favor, go to warrencairo.com, click on the new patient tab for their special offers, let them know that I sent you, make an appointment, get the assessment, start getting some treatment, and see how much better you are going to feel as a result of this. Now it doesn't happen overnight. It's gonna take some time and everybody is a little bit different. You know, my sciatic nerve issue that I had, my sciatica was was really, really bad. I went in there and they were able to fix that in that afternoon. You know, it took a little while after I left the office, went home, took a nap, uh, but the pain was was subsided and was gone by the next day. And I've been dealing with it for three days. And for those of you who have dealt with that, not fun. Go to warrencairo.com, click on new patients, let them know that I sent you. Okay. I did put the, the old podcast uh, from, I think it was March of this year, about parents using their kids as accessories. I did put that in the daily show prep today. So if you want to go and listen to that, you can. So we're talking about the World Economic Forum, Davos. Here's an article that they have on their website. Okay, uh, Long-term effects of COVID, uh, COVID-19. You go down to number four, security in a heartbeat. Digital acceleration, excuse me, can't talk today, has also put the limelight back onto security issues. Much of the world's move to online, whether for work or your weekly shop, Involves sharing personal or business information remotely with an ever wider number of entities. Not only that, but when people started wearing masks, facial recognition security systems were stumped. Mm. One solution. So Davos wants you to wear a mask everywhere you go, and then they offer a solution to that. What's the solution? The solution to this conundrum may be the unique pattern of your heartbeat developed by the Pentagon and NASA. Cardio ID devices can detect an individual's unique cardiac cardiac signature using an infrared laser. The technology is already available for licensing, and security is only one possible use. Another application could be identifying opted-in shoppers as they enter a store, for example, to personalize their visit. You know what else used lasers to do that? Minority Report. You know what else those lasers were used? All sorts of things. Now, I want to just point out that, you know, while you have the World Economic Forum, which has already promoted a a bunch of crazy things, including the Great Reset, they want you to wear masks, but your mask created a problem for them, so they want to go ahead and bathe you in lasers and and be able to use that as a way to, to data mine you and, and for security. But also to push advertising towards you. Because again, another application could be identifying opted-in shoppers as they enter a store, for example, to personalize their visit. To pers- that's, that's the whole point that Facebook and Google and everybody takes your, your data. We want to personalize advertisements for you. So that's all this is. Using lasers, they will personalize your experience. And then they'll personalize your experience outside of the grocery store, too. Uh, They'll personalize it when you go to the food court at the mall. They'll personalize it when you're walking down the street and you pass a billboard. They'll personalize it all over the place. And then eventually that technology will migrate into other things. Now, when you look at the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, he's the mastermind behind the Great Reset, too, by the way. You know, he um, he wrote a book, and in that book, he suggested making a risk assessment before allowing people to travel, and you would do that with brain scans. So you would scan people's brains, you would take a risk assessment of that reading, I guess, and then you would be allowed to fly or not fly. Of course this is pitched as security. What else used brain scans to assess your your the possibility that you were going to commit a crime. Well, that was minority report too. I told you go back and watch this movie. Get over the weird pool thing and the stupid the the balls that are in the movie. If you've never seen the movie you're going to be confused by what I say, but for everybody else who has seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Just focus on the other technology they use. Cuz that stuff is very realistic. There is a real possibility that this stuff is coming. So Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum and mastermind of the Great Reset, suggested risk assessment brain scans should be performed to cross borders in the future. Hmm. Implant, he advocated for implantable chips to read people's thoughts as part of measures to control the population under the umbrella of fourth industrial, the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Again, this is not conspiracy theory stuff. This is a guy who is a major player in international politics who is making suggestions on how the population can can be monitored, monetized, and controlled. And all of these, you have to understand, the World Economic Forum, all of these tech billionaires and stuff that we all are worried about abusing their, their authority and their power over us and who do, they all go to the world economic forum every year. And it isn't interesting that a lot of this technology that comes out of Davos seems to get incorporated into social media. Hmm. Now, the Great Reset isn't just about restructuring the economic system, implementing a Green New Deal, or making more jobs fully automated and lowering energy consumption and living standards. There's also a a policing aspect to the agenda, a particular favorite of Klaus Schwab. That agenda is explicitly detailed in Schwab's three books, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, Shaping the Future of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, A Guide to Building a Better World, and COVID-19, The Great Reset, which is where we get The Great Reset. Uh, Schwab notes that the use of such technology to conduct mass surveillance and tracking of the population runs counter to healthy, open societies, yet goes on to promote it anyway. Quote, as capabilities in this area improve, the temptation for law enforcement agencies and courts to use techniques to determine the likelihood of criminal activity, assess guilt, or even possibly retrieve memories directly from people's brains will increase, he writes. Again, what movie did we see that in? Minority Report. I know it's a science fiction movie, but the reason that you should go watch it is they're trying to develop that technology. And at least with Minority Report, what they do is they provide you a cautionary tale of how it can go wrong. Something that Hollywood wouldn't do today. They would, they would praise and promote it nowadays. But give it a watch. It's still a halfway decent movie, even after all of these years. It's, it's not a bad watch at all. I, I watched it just a couple of months ago. But all of this new technology that's being pushed by the billionaire power brokers behind the scenes, all of it has a dystopian future. Every single bit of it. Go to rumble.com slash casey the host, rumble.com slash casey the host. Hit that subscribe button. Share this with all of your friends and family. Please do that every day. And also get the daily show prep at theburningtruth.us. You have to sign up for the free newsletter and please accept cookies at the bottom of the page. If you don't do that, we can't track that you're subscribed to the newsletter and you can't have access to the blog posts. More coming up, 953 MNC.